Faith for Today with Colin Urquhart and Julia Fisher. Colin, you're well known for being a man of faith and you love to teach and talk about it. So we're continuing with the series that we've been running now for a couple of weeks about living by faith and having the right attitude regarding faith. And uh, I'm going to speak this week about really the foundation of faith, of living by faith. Uh, This is the essential teaching from the New Testament that we need to understand if we're going to live in victory. And that is God's purpose because uh, the scripture says that he always leads us in his triumphant procession in Christ. And we know from chapters 2 and 3 of Revelation in the seven letters that are sent to the churches that those who inherit uh, the riches of heaven uh, are those who overcome. And the word there literally means to conquer or to be victorious, overcome, you know, as almost a polite way of saying it, but God expects us to be victorious, he expects us to conquer, he expects us to overcome. And so it's very important for us to understand how that can be a reality in our experience day by day. In what sort of areas are we talking about? Well, we're talking about every conceivable area of your life. But first of all, we've got to get the biblical principle So we're going to begin in Galatians 2, verse 20, which is Paul's testimony, his his personal testimony. Uh, And this is right at the heart of how you live by faith. He says this, I have been crucified with Christ, and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Right, now we've got to take this statement by statement. First of all, I have been crucified with Christ. When Jesus went to the cross, he took not only our sins, but he took all of us as sinners. He actually replaced us. He was dying not just for us, but he was dying the death that we deserve. And Paul, although at the time of the crucifixion he would have been an enemy of Jesus, came to understand that when Jesus went to the cross, Saul of Tarsus, the one who persecuted the church, was taken to the cross with him, as indeed was every sinner of every successive generation. So when Jesus went to the cross, He took you. He didn't just take your sin. He took you as a sinner. He took me as a sinner. And our water baptism signifies that we were united with Christ in his death. When Paul is writing to the Romans, he describes the meaning of water baptism. He says that we were dead and lay buried with Christ. So the old person that you were with a naturally sinful disposition that person was crucified with Christ. Obviously, you can only be a Christian if you are born again, but you can't be born again until the former life that you had ends, dies. We're not talking about a physical death here, but we're talking about what happens to you spiritually. So 
Paul could give this testimony, I have been crucified with Christ. Now, the next statement is absolutely essential for us to understand the significance of this. And I no longer live. So the weak, sinful failure that all of us feel we were in our natural life, that person no longer lives. Now, this is going to be essential for you to understand if you're going to see how to live a life of faith. You see, the weak, fearful person that I used to be no longer lives because I was crucified with Christ. The one whose natural disposition is to sin no longer lives. Because I am born again, I have become a new creation. I am a new person. And the next statement Paul makes is, but Christ lives in me. So I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. So what is my identity as a new creation, as someone who is born again, as someone who has been made new? My identity is Christ in me. Now, this means that it doesn't matter how weak I feel in my natural being, my new identity is Christ in me. Not a blessing from Christ, not just a little bit of anointing or anything like that, but Christ himself lives in me. When Paul is talking to the Colossians, he says, the secret is this, the mystery is this, Christ in you, the hope of glory. So if you are a Christian, Christ is in you. He lives in you by the power of his Spirit. So the one who is reigning in glory in heaven is also living in you by the power of his Spirit. Now, I still remain weak in my natural self. A natural self is called the flesh in the Scripture. And Jesus says that in our flesh there dwells nothing good. So, in my natural being, there's nothing good that can please God or that can satisfy God. But Christ is in me, so I can live in a way that will please and satisfy the Lord. But it means I've got to trust in Christ in me and not trust in myself. The temptation all the time is for us to trust in ourselves. And whenever we trust in ourselves, we fail. And God lets us fail to show us, to teach us the lesson that we're trusting in ourselves and not in him. Now, Paul goes on to say, the life I now live in the body, in this physical life that we, this physical existence that we have here on earth, the life I now live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Now, my faith, therefore, Paul is saying, is in Christ, and Christ is in me. Now, let's just put this in its very simplest terms, because years and years ago, when I was a very young Christian, um, Jesus was teaching me uh, these principles, and he, he put it in a very simple way. He said, Colin, either you can do it or I can do it but we both can't do it together. You have to decide in whatever you're doing, anything that you're doing, whether you are going to do it in your own strength, 
or you're going to let me do it in you. The mistake that so many Christians make is to say, Lord, help me. But you see, that still puts me very much at the center of things. It's like saying, well, I've still got to do it, and what I need is a bit of help from Jesus. But this is not really the life of faith. The life of faith is not I, but Christ. Another way that the Lord put it to me was simply like this. Do you think that if you do something, it's going to be as good as if you let me do it? Don't you think the quality of what you accomplish will be much better if you let me do it rather than let you do it? Can you give me an example, Colin, of what you say? Anything. Anything, absolutely anything that we have to do, we can either do in our own strength or we can say, not I, but Christ. Jesus, you do this through me. There are many occasions where we know we're lacking in the love that we need, but we can love anybody that God gives us to love if we are prepared to say, Lord, you love this person in me. You, you love them through me. And what God will do is he will give you the love. He will show you how to love that person. He will enable you to love that person. Uh, there are many things where we could simply use our own abilities because we all have natural abilities, but how much better when Christ is able to use his supernatural abilities to uh, actually accomplish what needs to be done. And, you know, God often puts before us things that we feel totally inadequate to accomplish. And put in its simplest form, this teaching really means this, that there are so many things I can't do, but Jesus can. So uh, when I'm teaching our students, I put this very simply. I can't, but he can. If I don't, he will. But if I do, he won't. In other words, I've got to make a choice. Am I going to do whatever needs to be done, or is Christ going to do it in me and through me? doesn't mean I'm going to be passive and inactive. Not at all. But is Jesus going to be in the driving seat? Or am I going to be in the driving seat simply asking Jesus to help me? That is the difference. But you know, Jesus says that we are to bear the fruit that lasts. And anything I do in my strength is not going to last. But anything that Christ in me does supernaturally will last, because the supernatural is eternal. So, I want to line up with Paul, and I trust you all want to line up with Paul in saying, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. The life I now live by faith, I live by faith in the Son of God. So there's many times when I'll say, I can't, but he can. And so I can say, I won't, but he will. But if I try to do it, he won't, until I give the ground over to him. You've been listening to Faith for Today, presented by Julia Fisher. This program is sponsored by Kingdom Faith. For further information, visit our website, kingdomfaith.com. 